With a $1.1 million grant from the federal government, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is conducting a pilot that will allow residents to obtain a secure credential to conduct transactions online with a variety of state agencies. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and to discuss the pilot project, I'm pleased to welcome back Pennsylvania's Chief Information Security Officer, Eric Avakian. Thanks, Eric, for taking time to chat. Oh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Take a few moments to tell us about this project. Sure. So the NSTIC, which is the National Strategy for Trusted Identities in Cyberspace, program under NIST, they put out a grant, and we uh, were, were lucky enough to get one of those, uh, that grant offering from them uh, as an award. And so we're very excited about that because what, it, what this grant's really going to do, I mean, we have an identity management program in place in the Commonwealth, pretty robust, and it enables us to really enhance that process where we can now, uh, as far as vetting inside users, which we do, we can now in, vet outside users as well, and we've been working with partnering with one of our sister agencies, the Department of Public Welfare. Through working with them and the funding that we have, we can really pretty much provide identity verification for users that are outside the Commonwealth, users inside the Commonwealth, and it's really to bridge that gap between the public and the private sector. And I think that's one of the, the goals that NSTIC Grant wanted to do from NIST. And this is going to really enable convenient, secure, privacy-enhancing online transactions for our customers, and it'll also help reduce fraud, enhance the user experience by allowing them to register once. Once their identity is validated through certain entities, then they won't have to repeat that same process multiple times as they transact business with other entities. So it's really to bridge that gap between the private and the public sector by using identity verification services. And it's something that the federal government's been looking to do for a long time, and we hope that through this grant and through this process, we can provide that type of example maybe for other organizations to follow. In describing the challenge the state faces in developing a single identity, you gave an example of a resident who might be known when one agency is Jay Smith, with another agency is John Smith, as another agency, one, two, three, four, five, six. How difficult is it to combine those various identities into one, or what are the steps you need to take, or with the, you'll see in this project, uh, to get uh, these different identities into one identity? Into one identity? So sure. So when we look at, I guess, identity or the different John Smiths that might be in the, these directories, one of the ways that we're, we're going to that help utilize this is by consolidating our directory structure. For instance, the Department of Public Welfare today has a pretty advanced enterprise directory with over 2 million citizens in it. Uh, utilizing that directory as the enterprise directory, we can really avoid all these other user names and, and, and user accounts because they're all in one directory. Now, that being said, there's an extra layer of that authentication, which has to do with vetting that person's actual identity. It is actually the John Smith or this John Smith versus another John Smith. And that's really where we get into identity verification type of a service, You know, whether that's through one of the identity service providers that are out there, and there's multiple different companies that do those types of things. And this is very similar to the way that other uh, organizations have had this type of thing set up. But I think that, that what's been difficult is how do you then bridge that gap between a user that's maybe inside the Commonwealth or even either, whether it's a Commonwealth user or a customer of the Commonwealth for a Commonwealth application and then an application on the outside. So it's really bridging that gap between those two areas. And, and that's been a challenge for the pri- public sector. And that's something that the federal government wants to do. Why has it been a challenge? It's been a challenge because of just this, the general strategy, I think, around this whole you know, identity. How do we know that this person is who they say they are? And what level of access are they looking for? Something that's very basic where one can provide 
the most basic element of identity, basically basing off of a few security questions uh, that look back to a identity provider to say, is this person actually this person? You know, where did you last live 10 years ago? I mean, these are some of the questions that you might see with some of these identity proofing services that prove that that user is who they say they are. And that's the kind of the things that we hope to implement with this. And once again, it's to provide the end user access to what it is they need. So if they need a very simple level of access, they might not need such a extreme form of uh, authentication and authorization. But as they get to require more and more types of services or if they're looking to, you know, to do something of a much more secure transaction, then that identity becomes even more important, and it's very important to identify. So that, that, that's been a challenge, I think, for organizations. We're in a good spot in the Commonwealth because we do have some, some great solutions. Like I said, we have that enterprise directory structure in place that we can utilize, uh, not just for our citizens, but for our business partners. And we also have an identity management solution in place in the Commonwealth. We're, we're a pretty mature organization. We've standardized on a lot of enterprise standards. We have a consolidated environment of 80,000 users all under one email system. So those types of things can be leveraged from a positive standpoint when you're trying to do such a project like this. Be clear, when you say you have an existing identity management solution, this is for basically... Right. So we have a solution today for onboarding that works with our employees. And because we have that consolidated environment of 80,000 users, we can employ this as an enterprise system, and that's something that we've been able to put in the Commonwealth. So using some of the same tools you use to verify employees, you can now use for In, in some regard, we're still going to have to look for those identity proofings outside vendors or third-party services when it comes to the actual citizens. Ideally, if this works, a citizen who may be uh, taking advantage of services in different agencies would be able to just have one identity that would be it can be used for all these various uh, agencies and services. Correct. That's the that's the ultimate goal. And and doing this pilot, it's a very targeted pilot. But I think by doing this pilot, we can then potentially expand upon that with other agencies, other applications, other external entities. And I really think that concept of really starting small or starting with a certain set and then trying to expand upon that uh, after the successful implementation. So that's kind of what we're looking at doing. Uh, we're very excited about that. We have a very tight time frame, so we've already started meetings and started working on this, uh, and, uh, and we'll be moving forward and, and hope to have some good results. What is that time frame? I'm pretty sure that uh, they're, they're looking for some goals or some end results uh, before the new fiscal year, which is June 2014. How do you envision this to be managed, this system, this, this single identity? Would, would that be something through your office or would it be someone else overseeing this? From a governance standpoint, we're working through my office with the project management aspects of this, but we're working closely with our folks at the Department of Public Welfare. So it's a joint effort and additionally the Department of Health. So it's really this governance structure of multiple agencies working together, but ultimate project management will happen out of our office. Why did you pick the Department of Public Welfare? They're more well-positioned, I think, to, to do this. They've got a great business case, and they've got that directory service that we can leverage. So they're, they're, and they're also an agency that's been looking to do this for quite a while. I just think it's, it just makes sense. The synergy is there. Uh, the same goes for the Department of Health. Department of Health is very interested as far as how this can be leveraged to help their business. So it really all maps back to their business. These agencies are in a position where if we do this, it will help their business because they do a lot of business with the citizens, not just internally with the end users in the Commonwealth, but also the citizens. So it really maps back to their business. 
when you discuss uh, having a, a specific identity for each constituent, each resident uh, who uses various state services, how does this uh, work with things such as passwords? Would they still need to have separate passwords for different agencies? I think a lot of these things are still being worked out. It's probably a little premature for me to go into all the different methodologies of, of how these, this is all going to work. I'm going to leave that up to the technical team to kind of work through those things. We hope to have that project plan soon. But the benefit for the state would be that they would have just one identity for whoever's using whatever services if this is eventually rolled out to everyone. That would be a, a benefit, sure, to get to that end goal. Um, it really comes back to who is this person and what access level of access do they need and how do we know that that is really that person. That really comes down to what the ultimate goal that we're trying to achieve, and and uh, we'll see what we can do. And I think we have a good, we're in a good place. I think from a um, from not just a strategic standpoint, but where we are with with our solutions that we currently have in place to make this happen. Once something like this is implemented, do you envision cost savings for the state? Ultimately, it's always beneficial if we could any type of return on investment. It, I think that's what we're really looking to show with this. That not just does this work from a technical standpoint. But from a cost savings, return on investment standpoint, the ease of business, the ease of actually uh, enhancing the business experience will save time, will save money. Those are all different uh, metrics that we look to achieve from the program. Would it also be something that would help uh, reduce fraud? Absolutely. So if we can show those metrics, I mean, that's one of the, the things that this, this grant's going to enable is that, that secure privacy enhancing online transaction, which should also reduce fraud, not just enhancing the experience of the user, but reducing that fraud. And, if it, and I think if we have some good metrics to show behind that, that'll gain some good traction for future funding and really not just having a pilot, but then moving beyond pilot into a massive role. Well, thanks, Eric. Sure. Thank you. That's Pennsylvania Chief Information Security Officer Eric Avakian. I'm Eric Chabro for Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.